Welcome to our Freedom Podcast. It's going to be a regular thing, right? Every week. I'm telling you, it rolls right back around. We started doing these podcasts each and every week because we felt like the Lord spoke to us to uh, begin to broadcast His Word and His good news. And so we thank you so much for taking time to spend with us today. And whether you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook or one of the social media channels, we welcome you today and thank you so much for tuning in. Beverly and I are going to be showing you once again a, a clip from Emma Stark, who was recently here with us, a prophet from Scotland. And we're going to be unpacking continually that prophetic word because we believe uh, God is speaking to us through the prophets. Bev, and I know uh, that you put your phone down. But can you pick it back up again? Uh, well, it is it make, off? It was making, making a, a ding, noise. Sam. Yes, uh, I know this is uh, spontaneous, but is it possible you could get back to that text uh, of the scripture in Ezra that Edith Kelly sent us about the prophets coming alongside the builders? Because I believe that's a uh, important part of our subject today. And uh, so, thank you for doing that. While Beverly's doing that, looking that up. Uh, this is a great day for me. Today is Beverly and I's anniversary. We've been married oh 36 God. years today. 36 years. Got married on Flag Day. So his banner over us is love. <laughs> I mean, and we didn't even plan that. That's really just how God does things. I mean, and it's our whole relationship has been so supernatural. And sometimes, y'all, I think that Kent really is a little maybe stunned <laughs> some of the things that I say to him, but I think that's what this podcast is really about. It's what Lord, the Lord is saying. And so here we are, we're celebrating our anniversary with you guys. His banner over us is love. And we're going to share some really incredible things today. I can't wait to hear them. It's going to be really powerful. You're going to love it. And uh, Emma Stark is a powerful prophet and she's been really speaking the word of the Lord. And so uh we're unpacking it a bit by bit. It's important because, you know, when if, if you feel something is the word of the Lord, then it's to be valued. It is. And so we've got to kind of, because she's speaking, and you have to decipher it because she's speaking to the nation. She's right. speaking to the, us as a body here locally at Word Alive. She's speaking to us as individuals, and you have to find your part uh, in that message. And so uh, I just believe this is the season where... God is speaking to us. Uh, he's sending the prophets to the builders because you and I have been called to build the kingdom of God, which is the message of freedom and the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. So, Bev, would you mind sharing that? Uh, you got that scripture? Or? Yes, and I love it because it actually is prefaced with the very day I call for help, the tide of battle turns, my enemies flee. This one thing I know. God is for me. Mm. And that's Psalm 56, 9. And then it goes on to say, you have things you're believing for, perhaps a dream to come to pass, your health to turn around or to meet the right person. But you know what? Am I reading the right one? No, but that's a good one. God, it was so good. Yeah, Sorry, read God. on. That was good. Well, it was good. Yeah. You have things you're believing for, perhaps a dream to come to pass, your health to turn around, or to meet the right person. You've been praying for a long time, but you don't see anything happening. It seems like God is on vacation and as though your prayers aren't doing any good. Does, does that sound? Wow. Does, is that happening That's, for anybody? You're speaking to somebody. But what you can't see is that God is at work behind the scenes. Don't believe the lies that say you're praying, believing, and standing in faith is a waste of time. He not only heard your prayer, but he also put the miracle to answer in motion. In today's scripture, the psalmist says it happens the very day you call for help. In the unseen realm, 
God begins to change things in your favor. Just because you don't see anything happening doesn't mean the answer is not on the way. The people who see breakthroughs and promises fulfilled are the people who keep praying, keep believing, and keep standing in faith. And they say, yes and amen. Put that <laughs> miracle in motion, Lord. Somebody need to hear that I'm just now. I'm telling you, that was really, really good. And I apologize, but I God actually, is speaking. I actually enjoyed that so much I had it right there. Now, would you really like for me to read the one you want? You got it pulled up there? I think so. Gracious, babe, I don't... You get lots of text. I, it's really... I really do, and I have... Uh, ha! Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I get lots of text and lots of emails. Kent sent me an email, and he said... Did you get it? And I said, I don't think I did. So I started scrolling 60 emails later, and mm -hmm. he just sent it yesterday. So here we go. Then Zerubbabel, son of Shelatiel, and Joshua, son of Jazadak, set to work to rebuild the house of God in Jerusalem. And the prophets of God were with them, supporting them. That's Ezra chapter 5, verse 2. So I'm going to pause here just a minute. The prophets were with them, yes. supporting them. And this is why we're bringing these prophetic words into uh, you in this season because we believe God is sending prophets to support those who are building the kingdom of God so that you can know the word of the Lord and find the strategy and the next steps in your building processes. I believe that. I believe that's exactly where we are. God put a dream in Zerubbabel to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. The whole city had been destroyed and he came back from exile to find all of the foundation in ruin. But some people were against him, and he got a decree from the Persian king that forced him to stop. Month after month, even year after year, imagine just seeing that empty foundation and thinking it would never happen. But years later, the prophet Zacharias showed up and said, in effect, begin again. Mm. Begin again. Are you listening? Begin again. I think that word is right now. It's a yeah, right absolutely. now, begin again word. He was saying, it may look dead and people are against you, but if you begin again, if you start believing again, if you start working again, it's still coming to pass. Zerubbabel came to a destiny moment where God was saying it was his time, and he said, yes, it is, and made it happen. This is a destiny moment for you. God is saying whatever is not completed in your life, whatever dreams, whatever prayers, whatever hopes, whatever you have offered up to the Lord. Now is your time and your season. Begin again. That's the word, begin again. This is that time the prophets have come to help us begin again. Uh, I know this is uh, has nothing to do with the scriptures, but uh, uh, yesterday we saw the movie, uh, the new Top movie. Gun. Top Gun. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, Top just, Gun. <laughs> and, uh, Maverick, we, are you kidding me? We, we've been talking about this begin again, do it again, go again. And, and I couldn't course, believe it. As soon it. as we got there, what did we see? It's when to do it again. And that it's is the aircraft carrier. Yeah, we what? felt like God's given us a prophecy that's that right. you know word allows an aircraft carrier to launch people into their destiny that's and purpose. That's exactly right. So that's what the you know of course the theme of the movie is about. But then it was about Beginning the pilot again. doing it again, yes. going back and doing it again. And so we want to go here quickly to Emma Starks, uh, just about a five minute segment from our recent encounter with her here at Word Alive. She's going to be talking about the dismantling. So not only are we being shaken, according to Revelation 12, everything
everything that can be shaken is being shaken, but there is a dismantling happening uh, in the spirit to help us break free, break some things off of our lives and step on into this building mantle that God is laying on us now to see the kingdom of God being built. So watch this segment and then Bev and I'll be back and unpack it with you a few moments and pray. So watch this and be blessed. Be suspicious of your worldview. Be suspicious of your own opinions. Be brave and let the Bible cut you. Let the Bible shape your imagination. Let the Bible no longer be a devotional grab bag book, but let the Bible become a sharper than two-edged sword internally inside you. Let the Bible challenge you once again to your core and let Scripture change your world rather than you using Scripture to back you up. And the Spirit of the Lord says, I need you to get to the end of yourselves so that you can begin a new level of dependency on me. And so if you feel uncomfortable, who feels uncomfortable in life right now? Who feels discombobulated and turned upside down? Oh, somebody near them, pat them on the back and say, you are right on the timings of God. If you feel uncomfortable and challenged, may I say brilliant, brilliant, well done. If you are certain and you are sure and you are one with your heels dugged in and you know what you're doing in your life, well, God is about to knock you off your feet quite painfully. Because he's going to have a yielded bride. Okay, why, why does this matter? Let's go to some scripture. In the Psalms, God says this. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. You know that verse, yes? In other words, God just owns everything. What do you then do by the time you've walked yourself into the New Testament and you're in Ephesians 2 and a couple of other scriptures where it says Satan is the prince of the power of the air. So what on earth does Satan own over here if in the Psalms you're told that God owns everything? Have you asked that question? So the word in the, in the Hebrew, in the Old Testament, is the word eritz. God eritz. He owns everything. And that, that root word literally does what it says on the tin. God owns the whole lot. So what word is used over here in the New Testament? Where the word is cosmos in the New Testament Greek. And it is where we get the word cosmetics. <laughs> Satan owns cosmetics, so oh, Jesus of mercy and please no. Should we just, let's just not have that chat. Okay. Huh. But what does cosmos actually mean? Cosmos, in terms of what Satan has rights to, is human systems, human structures, man-made ideas, man-made governments. That is the difference. So when anything is man-made, Satan has rights. So if your government or your business or your family or your church you pick is built or structured around the wisdom of man, you have given Satan rights. 
And that is why church has wounded us for years. Because we gave Satan rights to infiltrate because we didn't build a divine structure of government. It is why even our families fell apart because we didn't ask God for his ideal framework for how your family needs to operate. The same with your failed businesses and the same with your failed governments. And so when God starts to say, I am dismantling you, biblically, that is the reason why. Because he will not marry a bride who structured themselves on human wisdom. So a bride who makes herself ready yields to the absolute destruction of that which is a man idea and painfully allows death that a God idea might emerge. Wow. God allows death that, uh, for the man-made things so the God ideas can emerge. And I don't know about you guys, but this so depicts the season that we feel like our, we have been in, our, the people we're associated with have been in. You know, we all of us went through the pandemic. Yes. Uh, all of us went through that uh, chaos. And then, of course, all that's happening in the world, in the world governments, et cetera, it's truly everything that's being shaken can, that can be shaken is being shaken, but there is a dismantling where God has literally been bringing us to the end of ourselves so that he can release his word and bring us into a new place to build his kingdom. Well, we don't want anything built on man-made structures. And I, I think it's maybe a confession for us. Kent and I have a tendency to just run. I mean, and I think that much like the prodigal, you know, when the father ran to the son, we we keep running and it's like that slow thing. I think he's trying to catch us, but finally I think we have we've just had a moment where we realize if we're going to keep building, we have got to have God's intentionality about it. And what she said when she was first getting started and she was describing what everyone is going through. And then she says, but if everything is okay and your heels are dug in and you're standing on whatever you know, religious doctrine or whatever political beliefs and you're not leaving room for the uh, breath mm. of God wow. to breathe into it, you have to have space in your life for God to come in and breathe the breath of Holy Spirit over your plans, over over your hopes, over your dreams, over your prayers, over your children, over everything that is being dismantled. And I could go right into the world systems. I could go into everything that has fallen apart. I could go into all that has happened, but you know it. I don't have to tell you. You're living it. You're experiencing it. So don't dig your heels in. Now is not the time to hunker down on, choose a different hill to die on. Throw yourself on the rock and be broken before mm. the rock falls upon you and crushes you. Because I'm telling you, it is a terrible experience. You don't want to ever go through it if you don't have to. Make choices right now for God to breathe on your plans. That's all I'm going to say about that. Well, I'll tell you, it's powerful because it, we are being brought to the end of ourselves. 
And uh, it's very evident uh, in the church. It's very evident in uh, those of us that have been living in this season that we're in. Uh, and it's because God is ready to birth his kingdom. We are ready to see his kingdom come. I believe we are poised like never before to step into the kingdom. When Bell was talking about the breath, I thought immediately about Abraham. Yes. So God tells him, you know, you're going to have a nation of people that's going to come into your life. I mean, you're going to have a nation full of children. Go count. Get outside your tent. Go count the stars. This is how many children you're going to have, but allows him to get him and Sarah to get to the point, or it was Abram and Sarah and Sarah Sarai, Sarai. and got to yes. the end of themselves where there was no way humanly possible they could bring this thing to pass and then changes their name, brings the ha into their life. And it's now Abraham and Sarah. That's and right. now the spirit of God took, takes over and brings about the purposes and, and the plans of God. life back into their bodies years past the time they should have conceived. That can only happen by the spirit of God. We're even being dismantled, I believe, from our own perception of what God was going to do, what it was going to look like, because I believe God's plans and dreams for our lives are so much bigger than what we think, so much different than what we think. It's like Joseph, who knows he's favored. He knows God's uh, got a plan for his life, but he goes from what? The pit to Potiphar's house to the prison. And it says there, the word of the Lord held him in tension. It says his feet were held with fetters while the word of the Lord tried him. But when it was his time and all he'd come to an end of itself, bam, God brought him on the scene for such a time as this. And I believe you have been called to yes. the kingdom for such a time as this. That's why we have had to go through this very challenging time of coming to the end of ourselves and being dismantled, living in confusion and chaos and all the uncertainties of the future so that now we could be poised to bring about this kingdom time and kingdom movement where I believe we're about to see the greatest harvest of transformed lives that we've ever seen. A scripture came to me about, I love when she said, let the Bible cut you. Yes. And I know it sounds like a pretty harsh, harsh word, sword. but that's the scripture <laughs> in Hebrews. It says, for the word of the Lord is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the division of the soul and spirit of the joints and marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him whom we must give account. And it's like God has, you said this recently, just splayed us open. Oh, it's how I feel like I'm walking around literally like I've had open heart surgery. I mean, without any anesthesia whatsoever. It's it's brutal. It is incredibly painful. And I told my husband last night, I probably am at the most vulnerable point in my life. I believe that I've always been open to the Lord, but I've always... I think had a defense mechanism in place there. I don't have any of that. Mm. I mean, I, I'm just vulnerable and I want God to do the work in me. I want to become the person that God designed me to be. And I thought, I thought you ever get to that point in your life and you just look around, and you go, I thought I'd be so much further along by now. Well, welcome to the party. <laughs> it's just not. It's just not what we thought it was going to look We've like. We've said that recently. Like we didn't think it was. We didn't think this was going to look like this. We, did we didn't not. think we would be at this place. But we know by the sovereignty and by the hand of God, we are. And God has something very special in place. All this stuff that's out here that's swirling around us, mm -hmm. I believe. Guess what God is dismantling us from? It's the world system. It it's the man-made 
systems that God's allowing to shake and fall so that we will get out of them, yes. not try to prop them up, but get out of them and enter fully into the kingdom of God. In James 4, it says, where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your own desire of pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot attain. You fight and war and you do not have because you do not ask. We're looking for all of our solutions everywhere but God. You ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Here's what God says, adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And I believe that depicts wow. exactly where we are. We have bought into the world system in our families, in our personal lives, in our church. I don't know if uh, you were able to watch online our service this past Sunday, but we just, Bev and I felt just a time to really pray our own prayers of repentance for us, for our church, to say, God, we <sighs> don't want to do it the world's ways. We want to do it your way. And we don't want to do it under a spirit of religious rhetoric because there's it's so punitive for one thing. I mean, everything is the law, the law, the law, and we live in the justice state. So I think you, you really have to understand that that justice is for your exhortation and edification like prophecy. It's so that we're not caught up in the world system and we're not living religious lifestyles that are just bound by rules and regulations that we're seeking the spirit of God. And I believe that's why all these systems are being dismantled. I agree 100%. You know, when when you look at what, what's going on, and this will be our last point we want to make before we pray with you today, but uh, the rest of this scripture is very powerful. It says this is, uh, it says humility cures worldliness. Isn't that a powerful statement? So powerful. Humility cures worldliness. Verse James 4, 7, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord so that he can lift you up. Amen. And I believe that is the answer for this dismantling. It's let's just submit it to God. Yeah, humbly submit. Humbly submit yes. it right to God. God, Everything. we don't. Everything. Every yes. single thing. Every decision. I, Kent and I are really purposed. We want God's intentionality for anything that we're going to build from this moment forward. Uh, we we Kent kept saying this to me about five years ago. He said, I think we're about to get the foundation built. And I was like, we've been in full-time ministry for 35 years. Are you kidding me? The foundation. Then the prophet comes <laughs> right along and says, oh, I love, I love your building. Everything's done with such a spirit of excellence. She goes, in the spirit I see you've really built a very solid foundation. I was like, we've only oh. got the foundation done. <laughs> we've only gotten the foundation built. So. And so, and there again, 38 years in ministry, we thought we would be at a whole different place right, right now. But what do you do? You submit it to God. Yes. Because God's in control of everything. Chuck Pierce and Pam, dear friends of ours, uh, whose birthday was just recently uh, as well. Uh, we love Chuck so much. You know, he and Pam are such pioneers. Yes. And uh, she was barren. And that's one on, on this uh, subject of humility where this scripture came alive to me. She was barren. God's, 
they had adopted two children. God spoke that she would be healed. She was healed, conceived twins, mm-hmm. brought them full term, and they both died. And uh, Chuck said the pain and the agony of what they were going through was so difficult. Uh, and she said they just began to travel and heal together. And this that and that's a whole other story about how they landed in this city in 1988 and prophesied about the double portion that Bev and I are contending for here with Chuck and Pam as a restoration this process. Is, this is a totally different subject, but it really convinces me the cosmic Christ. I mean, that was such a cosmic, supernatural, God-ordained, God-breathed connection. We had just left here. Yep, they in 88. Came, I mean, just left this area, and here he came right behind us prophesying a double portion anointing. And we never thought we were going to move to Alabama. It would have never even really crossed our mind until the moment the Lord woke you up and said, it's time for you to get up and move to Alabama. And there we are. And there and, uh, and, and here and, we, and here still, we are. St- still are. And so he said during that time, people said to Pam, Pam, we're afraid you're uh, uh, in shock uh-huh. because she was managing it so well. Uh-huh. And, she's, and, and she said, it's easy. She said, how did I get to this place? She said, I immediately submitted it to God. She said, because I learned a long time ago, the quicker you submit it to God, the quicker the enemy has to flee. And I think there's so many things that we hang on to and don't submit it to God. And we try to sort it and suss it all out Mm. in our own thinking and reasoning. Instead of God, we just submit it to you. And we know immediately when we submit it to you, we're under your covering. The enemy has to flee. And God now will begin the process of restoring us and lifting us up. And so we just want to encourage you today that we are in a season of dismantling. So I love what she said. If you're discombobulated, if you're uncertain, if you've lost your confidence, if you don't feel like you know you're at where you're supposed to be, if you feel like everything you believed in has been shaken, if you feel like everything you stood on has been wobbly around you, rejoice because you're at the place right now, I believe, where God has wanted to bring us to, to get us to the end of ourselves. All we've got to do now is submit it to God, resist the devil, and now let God's plan unfold in our lives as he brings about his kingdom purposes and his kingdom plans. Now's the time to let the word of the Lord, let the Bible speak straight to your heart. Let God rearrange your life. Let Hold it everything loosely. Uh, Bev and I are saying, Lord, we don't want to take a step without you. We don't want to run ahead of you. We don't want to stay behind you. We want to stay right here with you. The scripture God gave us long ago is as long as they sought the Lord, God made them prosper. We just want to be in tune with the Lord in every area of our life. So we pray for you right now. Holy Spirit, we thank you right now that you are tuning us in to this specific time, to this specific season. And so, Lord, we're even willing to say thank you for allowing us to be shaken so we can be dismantled from man-made systems and man-made structures that have held us in a season for too long. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, we thank you that those are being broken now. We submit our lives afresh to you, God. The enemy has to flee. And now, Lord, we thank you that we are drawing near to you and you are drawing near to us and your kingdom will is now being released into our lives in this season in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I keep hearing wood, hay, and stubble, wood, hay, and stubble. 
wood, hay, mm. and stubble. And recently I had the opportunity to encourage someone that everything that had gone before, it was time to just get everything together. And they responded so beautifully and said, you know what? I am getting myself together and I'm pulling all of those old wounds and that brokenness and rejection and mm. abandonment and doubt and fear and lack of faith. And I'm putting it together in one big pile and I'm lighting it afire and I'm incinerating it so it can become a sweet fragrance Ooh. before the living God. So anything in your life that has been built on wood, hay and stubble. Gather it up. All of those emotions, all of the pain, all of the hurt, everything that has disappointed you, because I want to remind you, God never disappoints. He only appoints. And what he appoints, he anoints. So anointed one, gather up all the wood, hay and stubble, put it on the fire as a sacrifice unto the Lord and let him bless you in that. And now just let it go. Just as that smoke rises, let it go and know that the Lord God is with you and that he's going to bless this humbleness, this humility, this act. This is something that really will set you free because it is for Christ that we have been set free. That liberty that he died for us to have is what we are supposed to be walking in. It is for freedom that Jesus Christ died for us. Wow. Powerful and Wood, beautiful. hay, and stubble. Yes, the Lord is setting us free. He, he is, is bringing us into a new level of freedom yes. to be free from the cares of this world. You know, while you were talking, I'm thinking that's, you know, uh, it says when the seed is sown, the enemy comes immediately to try to steal it. Yes. And one of the things he does is try to get us under the cares of the world. I really believe the Lord is delivering us from that in this season so that we can fully enter and trust and his have a kingdom full purposes. Of Righteousness, peace, and joy, Psalm 8411, is one of my favorites. And here's the thing. I just want to encourage you with this last little nugget. Joy is not an emotion. Joy is a choice. So continue to stir your joy. I, I say it so often, and, and it's for me mostly, but continue to stir your joy because the joy of the Lord is truly your strength. Amen. I hope you were blessed today with our Freedom Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back here next week, and we will have been married 36 years in a week. <laughs> Happy anniversary to us a week later. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Be blessed. See you soon.